0: Welcome to the Andrea Kay Show.
1: It's all I want.
0: She's blonde, 5'2".
1: It's all I need, yeah.
0: And 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K.
1: This is my America.
2: Woo, it's Friday night.
1: Right and living, free. <laughs>
2: this is my America. This is my America, babies. And this is my new... Time slot, and 6 to 8 p.m. And there ain't nowhere I'd rather be than sharing this two hours every night of the week with you guys here on The Answer San Diego. Call in now at 888-344-1170 if you want to weigh in. We're about to be talking here about the swearing in. And not only cuss words, the swearing in of KBJ today. Although we don't know what words Harris with the word salad Harris was spewing. We're going to be talking about that in uh, in a moment. And then after that, there was somebody that was sworn out today. We're going to be getting into all of that tonight here. And we're glad to have you guys with us for the ride. You can also tweet us at our new uh, Twitter account at AK Show San Diego. And the man who keeps the show rolling every night of the week. What was that song by Tina Turner? We're rolling. Rolling, rolling on the river. The man who keeps us rolling is DJ Potato Skins. It will include
3: and across-the-board DJ, DJ Potato Skins. Potato Skins. DJ, DJ Potato, Potato Skins. Lots more grease because you got that second hour coming up for you, and we're rolling right along. Rolling
2: on the river.
3: With two hours, you might have to have an <inaudible> AK singing. Track. Yeah, we might. <laughs>
2: yeah um I, hey i'm here to perform whatever way that i can a uh, little fun fact ak before i get into my top story of the night uh i was obsessed with the movie the sound of music when i was a kid and mama pay, bribed my brother and his little friends with all kinds of goodies if they'd sit and watch me perform and sing every song probably with cotton balls in their Did ear the bribe work? but worked. But the bribe worked and i had my audience all right speaking of an audience there was a the world was watching today at the white house today the swearing-in of another Supreme Court justice, another associate justice on the Supreme Court happened today. I've seen a few of that happen in my lifetime, but none that were so blatantly anti-American. In fact, typically, even Kagan, Sotomayor, any even any of what I consider uh, to be ha- have been some far-left people that have become associate justices, I've never been as offended by any of them. And these were ones that I wasn't particularly happy to see put on the court. But I wasn't as offended by any of them as I was today. Um, let's start with uh, clip number four, DJ Potato Skins.
1: It has taken 232 years and 115 prior appointments for a black woman to be selected to serve on the Supreme Court of the United States. But we've made it. <laughs> we've made it. All of us. All of us.
2: First of all, I don't know who we is. She has fleas? She's speaking French? I don't I don't know who we've made it. Look, I, I you know, if, if you're talking about we as America, America made it a long time ago when the Declaration of Independence was signed. Okay. Two hundred thirty two years and one hundred fifteen prior appointments until we until we made it. So no good happened in this country, including on the Supreme Court of the United States, until KBJ showed up on the scene. Oh, thank you for coming to Save America, KBJ. You kidding me, lady? Oh, and let's talk about that for a moment. You up there crying with your little tissue. Because you're the first black woman say, uh, 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 what are you doing, lady? I use the word loosely because you don't know what a lady is. What are you doing celebrating an historic achievement that doesn't even exist according to you? Because according to you, a, a woman does not exist. But let, let me, but let me back up for a moment. Let me back up for a moment. Let me ask a question. Can somebody explain to me why it matters whether or not somebody's a woman on the Supreme Court? Nobody's been able to explain that to me. Even when I had the great ladies, Diamond and Silk, on the show a couple weeks ago, they said, "Well, I do think it's time to have a black woman on the Supreme Court." They just were offended the way Biden went about it, declaring, "My next nominee is going to be a black woman," because it's 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 discriminatory. It's discriminatory against men. It's also discriminatory if somebody who's not considered, you know, black and you know, and black is is such a you know, what does black mean? I, I I can I can actually answer what a woman is, but I don't even know what black means. He says I'm gonna the first black you know woman Uh, nobody's been able to explain to me why that is a value for this
3: job can you skins well it's because it's quite simple andrea i don't care whether you're man woman white black asian any other race gender it, it doesn't matter as long as you are the most have the most expertise on in on making sure that the constitution is enforced that is what i care about
2: right that's what's supposed to matter That's the only thing that's supposed to matter. Period. Their job is supposed to be upholding the U.S. Constitution. And you're supposed to have such great legal expertise, such great analytical reasoning that you better have scored the number one. Out of, out of anybody testing for that LSAT, you better have come out of the greatest law school in this country and been at the top of your class, in my opinion. You need to have had 30 years or 20 years on a bench somewhere where you have already got documented expertise in upholding the Constitution and writing legal briefs and legal judgments that are clear to other great legal minds that show That you believe in the U.S. Constitution, not as a living document, but as something that is the law of the land and that you understand that your job is to uphold that. And we don't have that with her. That's not what she was nominated in the first place. This is not a Supreme Court of the United States as envisioned by her founders. What this is, is this is an activist organization. We've had black justices before. We got women on there before. I don't care what somebody, it's like you just said, Skins, that's not supposed to matter. And if it matters to you as a president when you're nominating somebody, and if it matters to you when you're being sworn in, you're the wrong person for the job. By the very nature of the identity politics, she's the wrong person for the job. And then she proves she was wrong person for the job in a nomination process. I have never in my life been as unimpressed by a lawyer in my life, I don't know how this woman. I guess. I guess we do know how this woman rose up through the ranks, and it was through affirmative action, not through any any legislative brilliance or any any, any legal brilliance that she's got. And in fact, not only does she not have any legal brilliance, but we've talked ad nauseum about her support for child predators. She's a Marxist, but Harris, even through her word salad, sal, her her word saladry. Her her word saladry kind of kind of tipped and made it clear what the game plan is. Uh, let's play clip number three.
4: President George Washington once referred. Stop. to stop. stop right there.
3: We
2: need to We need to see if our friend Phil can do a voice and impersonate Kamala. Wouldn't that be hilarious?
3: I think that's doable.
2: But let's start with, she doesn't even get three words out and I'm already laughing. No, she maybe got three out. President George, and if you watch her, she's just so pleased with herself that she just thinks she is just so articulate, right? President George Washington said, let's play the rest.
3: <laughs> uh, I'm actually starting it over because it's funny.
2: Okay.
4: President George Washington (laughs) once referred to America as a great experiment, (laughs) a nation founded on the previously untested belief that the people, we the people, could form a more perfect union. And that belief has pushed our nation forward for generations. And it is that belief that we reaffirmed yesterday. (laughs) <laughs> Let's stop
2: right there. <laughs> she's so inauthentic and so disingenuous. I mean, trying so hard, you know, to, to be uplifting, like, like she's, you know, M.O.K., OK, right? But I want, I want to stop there for a second because she's talking about uh, the great experiment. Are we done with the experiment that is Joe Biden as president and Kamala Harris as VP? Can we be done with that experiment? Can we say that was a hashtag fail?
3: Yeah, I, I think Can it's time we, to move on.
2: Yeah, please. Um, and then she's talking about um, the more, the, the in a, an attempt to advance a more perfect union and that that belief was was um, confirmed. Um, So the only way that we can first of all, there's never going to be a perfect union. Second of all, the only way I guess that we can even at least uh, strive for more perfect union is by having a black woman as, as a Supreme Court justice. And, oh, by the way, we would have already had that had Biden, Joe Biden himself, not filibustered uh, a nominee that Rogers from before. But that's their idea of perfection. Right. Which is so anti it's so anti white.
3: Going back again to what we said, Andrea, uh, again, if they were the best interpreter of the Constitution and making sure that was enforced, then uh, I think that would be a more perfect America.
2: I think that definitely would be a more perfect union. Is there any more that we got to listen to there? All right.
4: Through the confirmation of the first black woman to the United States Supreme Court. And Judge Jackson, you will inspire generations of leaders. They will watch your confirmation hearings and read your decisions. In the years to come, the court will answer fundamental questions about who we are and what kind of country we live in. Will we expand opportunity or restrict it? (laughs) Will we strengthen the foundations of our great democracy or let them crumble? Will we move forward? or backward. The young leaders of our nation will learn from the experience, the judgment, the wisdom that you, Judge Jackson, will apply in every case that comes before you. And they will see, for the first time, four women sitting on that court at one time okay
2: there's so much there uh for first of all um (sighs) talking about her wisdom uh, the wisdom that that this woman displayed when she went lenient on 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 people that uh, child predators that rape babies is that what she's talking about talking about how she the the court's going to answer the question of who we are this woman couldn't even answer the question of what a woman was but think about that. The suggestion, this is one of these statements like Barack Obama in 2008 saying, you know, we." Uh, uh, it, uh, it, I can't remember the term that he used about transforming America. Nobody bothered to ask what that meant about transforming America, right? They're, she's going to, the court's going to answer this. She's going to answer the question of who we are. We already know who we are as a nation. And that was defined in that document, the U.S. Constitution. That question has already been asked and it's already been answered, So the very fact that she's up there saying that means that she is now expecting and and her job, KBJ's job, is to push the court into changing this country. I'm going to take a break, but in a moment before I do, I'm going to quickly go to the phones. All right. We've got, oh, disaff- disinfected, disaffected, not disinfected. Dis- I don't think, he, I, don't yeah, think I don't think, I don't think. Yeah, that's
3: voice The text not working. I don't him.
2: think Mike needs any disinfectant. I'm not sure. No, I think but he's fine. I think he's, I, I think I, he's fully disinfected. He's just disaffected Mike from Carlsbad I, and he's on, he's hey, on the line.
0: Hi, Andrea. Listen, uh, 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 Kamala Harris and uh, now SCOTUS uh, Jackson are really, it, it, they exemplify, the politics of low expectations. These people have been percolating to the top mm-hmm. um, through their, club you know, through the elitist club. Uh, once they get into the club, this is what happens. They all start taking care of each other. They start figuring out, I mean, you know, I mean, I mean, look at Joe Biden. Joe Biden's a 50-plus 50, 50 year career politician yep. who has gotten, who has accomplished literally nothing in his entire life other than enriching himself on the backs of the American public. And on the uh, you know and and basically uh, ratting out or buy, or selling out the American uh, you know United States of America. Yep. These people are going to do the same thing, but they all have one thing in common. What is it? They're all radical Marxist leftists and now woke you know and now wokeists yep. as I call them. That's what this is. You don't see this generally from the right. No. You always you always you always see this from the left, and yet we as a country and as a people um, continue to let this happen. Let them. Let them have this incremental tiny march of a death of a thousand cuts. Let them you know, we we've adopted their vernacular, we've adopted their language, we've adopted the way that they talk, we've adopted the way that they that they feed their programming into our heads, and yet we still allow it to happen. If you can't see on the map itself how how this might how domestic migration of these idiotic leftists from both coasts migrating inboard um, into the heartland of the country, you're watching a country dissect itself um, into various little fiefdoms of different ideologies. And if you can't see that, and you can't see why people like Jackson and Kamala Harris and all of, you know, and, uh, and all of the other crib keepers like uh, uh, Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi telling her, telling her, "Hey, just keep your mouth shut, answer very little, and we'll process you through the game to get you up to the top." So we can all ba- break our arms, patting ourselves on the back. Yeah. Uh, and what wonderful, and what wonderful uh, uh, social justice warriors we are! You know, then, then I can't tell you that this country is not. On the roads of doom and failure right disaffected
2: mike I, I gotta interrupt because we're well past the point of a break but you're absolutely right thanks. on i've been referring i i i can't decide if we're just in the death throes or if if we're already a corpse and if and if we are already a corpse are we rotting are, are we already decomposing i can't decide but i thank you so much for calling it's been a while since you called in man glad to hear from you thanks stay in touch Bye. All right, and y'all. Y'all stay in touch too, you, and that means you come on back after a break, because if you didn't like KBJ, if Disaffective Mike didn't like that story, he ain't gonna like what we're about to report in terms of the Democrats and what Andy Biggs tried to do on behalf. Remember, this is my stink of the week. Of this is this is uh, skin stink of the week. And our number is 888-344-1170. This is the Andrea K Show on AM eleven seventy. The Answer, San Diego.
3: Telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego.
2: Welcome back to the Andrea K Show. 888-344-1170 is our hotline if you want to call in like Disaffected Mike did uh, just a few minutes ago as we were talking about the swearing in of KBJ today in the Supreme Court and our country basically going to pot but uh, not You know, because- I can't
3: wait for Friday fun day at the end of the hour because this is heavy. Yeah,
2: yeah this, this is heavy and it's about to get heavier. You can also tweet us at ak show san diego okay um so this story broke today and it actually has to do with our good friend uh, congressman andy biggs and um you know i'm going to go ahead and report on it and instead of waiting to bring him on the show because this was just horrifying Skins and I listen
3: very carefully yeah this. this is chilling
2: it is chilling i mean skins and i were both horrified by this we, we still need to bring biggs on next yeah, week to we talk did. about this so the democrats um have a bill called H.R. 350 or the Domestic Terrorism Prevention Act of 2021, and it authorizes various federal agencies, including the DHS, the Department of Justice and FBI. Remember, we talked about them last hour, the Framing Bureau of Intimidation. Um, to use taxpayer-funded resources to, quote, analyze and monitor domestic terrorist activities and, quote, take steps to prevent domestic terrorism. Well, the problem is that the term domestic terrorism, as rightly put in uh, this article, I'm not sure where I even got this this from. Um, oh, this is from the National Pulse, Rahim Kassam. Uh, And he rightly puts here that the term domestic terrorism has seen its definition reoriented under President Joe Biden with a recent memo from the DHS claiming individuals spreading, quote, conspiracy theories and, quote, disinformation pose a significant threat to American national security. In fact, uh, the document released in February singled out individuals sharing election fraud and covid-19 related stories. According to the Democrats uh, and DHS, there is widespread online proliferation of false or misleading narratives regarding unsubstantiated widespread election fraud. That's a lie. The, the fraud there is them saying there was no widespread election fraud and COVID-19. And the reason why they've got to declare that disinformation and a lie is because it's the truth about election fraud. That's why they've got to stop you from sharing that information. Just like with COVID-19. They've got to stop you from spreading the truth. They've got to stop Dr. Malone. They've got to stop anybody from listening Doctor Dr. Malone. They've got to, uh, and Richard Bartlett and others that we've had on here. They even tried to stop Joe Rogan because he talked to Dr. Malone and started sharing the truth and the truth is going to come out because pfizer is already just pfizer
3: alone it is little by little it
2: is it is coming out but they're trying to stop it through this domestic terrorism prevention prevention act by declaring opinions by declaring any information think about the communism that's at play here that the united states government and its greatest um Institutions of power, the top law enforcement agency of the land, the FBI, the Department of Justice are all now going to declare that if you express an opinion or a thought or an idea that is not approved by the federal government, it is not only it, it, it now makes you it's not only makes you subject to cancel culture. It now makes you considered a threat that your words now are equal to a gun or a knife, basically. And they're going to come after you for it. So in response to this, Andy Biggs, he, um, wanted, he, he did the right thing. He wanted to introduce an amendment of a revised ver- version of the bill ensuring, wait for it, our man Biggs, ensuring that unvaccinated Americans would not be targeted by American intelligence and security agencies. Common sense, right? Right. He says none of the funds, this is in uh, his, um Andy Biggs's uh, amendment, none of the funds authorized to be appropriated in this act shall be used to monitor, analyze, investigate, or prosecute any individual solely because that individual declined To the administration of a vaccine to COVID-19 or expressed opposition to such administration and every House Democrat voted against it. 100%. So you let that sink in. If they're going to vote against the statement that no funds will be used to monitor, analyze, investigate, or prosecute any individual simply because the individual said no to a shot, or expressed opposition to the administration by saying no to that, they're saying that those funds will be used for this. The Domestic Terrorism Act bill now, this um, the Domestic Terrorism Prevention Act of 2021, H.R. 350, is now going to be used to monitor you, analyze your information, investigate you, and even consider you a criminal now for saying something that doesn't jive with the Biden administration.
3: Does this still have to go through the Senate?
2: Um, well, that, that all funds come. I, I, I it, It's got to go through the Senate for a vote then to be, I believe then go to, uh, I, I'm not, I'm not an expert on, um, on all the different ways in which money gets authorized by the house. I would say
3: people need to call their Congress. This is now. a
2: resolution. I think, um, it, yeah, they need to call their congressman. I think it, it, it all spending comes from the yeah, House, but right. I think it then has to be, uh, voted on by the Senate and then it has to be signed into a law. However, sometimes these things are like, part of a previous bill or they're a part of something bigger. So I've got to delve into the machinations well, of it to need, see need where to this is. on this. Well, Call this is your
3: Congressman today. right? And
2: we need to get bigs on to talk about this next we week because basically now um, it, it is weird. Are, we are flat out criminalizing speech in this country. You think about, you think about this in the context of the January 6th defendants.
3: This goes through. There is no freedom of speech. No. None. There's
2: no freedom of thought. This goes through and it means that if you if you decide that you don't want to get a shot, you're a domestic they can, terrorist. They can you're a domestic terrorist and they can prosecute you for it. If you share anything on social media or send an email cuz they're going to be looking at everything, they're going to be monitoring everything. We are they they had already said after January 6th that they were going to hire out, out outside uh, companies to create fake accounts to get to weasel their way into even private Facebook accounts, they're going to be monitoring all of your communications. And if you dare to express anything that goes against the Biden administration, which means if you question the outcome of an election by a Democrat, and particularly the 2020 election, and if you express anything that is anti the federal government and the CDC and what they want to do with these shots, you're now a domestic terrorist and you're subject to be prosecuted. This is extraordinary in the United States of America. Another story nobody's talking about.
3: No, I've been looking at the mainstream networks most of the day, have not seen it once. Yeah.
2: All right. We're going to take a little skinny, tiny little break, much skinnier than the word salad that was going on, much smaller than the word salad going on with Kamala Harris earlier. We, when we come back, we're going to be doing a Friday follow-up segment. we got a couple stories we got to follow up with you on. 888-344-1170 if you want to follow up with us on anything. This is The Andrea K. Show on AM 1170, The Answer, San Diego.
3: Andrea K bringing the world a much needed reality check. You're listening to the Andrea K show on the answer San Diego.
2: Welcome back to the Andrea K show 888-344-1170. We've actually got, you know, and last hour we did Hero of the Week and Stink of the Week, but we might have actually included our guest coming up in the next segment in our Hero of the Week, uh, as, at least as a nominee. You're going to want to stay tuned for that. A local gal who's, who's got a bakery here in San Diego and who's uh, started a, a fundraising campaign and she's just doing a, a lot for Ukrainians. And so you're going to definitely want to stay tuned, San Diego, and, and hear her story. Um, right now, though, what we're going to do, is we've got our Friday follow-up segment we're going to get into here in uh, in a moment. Uh, well, before we do that, I think I should maybe go to the phones before we do that because I don't want to keep the callers waiting too long in my Friday follow-ups. But let me tell you, so, you're going to want to stay tuned for the Friday follow-ups because we've got, we got a couple of good news stories for you there. But before then, we're going to go to the phones. We've got, let's see, Sean from San Diego's on the line. Yeah. He wants to talk about uh, Kamala Harris.
0: Well, that, and you know, I had another question was uh, about the... Um, um, what's going on with you just mentioned about this new bill they're trying to propose. I was just wondering, uh, when it would be, um, what is it called? Uh, counted or, uh, um, elected on, or I don't know when like it would be voted on when, it- when we yeah, bo- thank you voted on because, uh, you know, I'm worried about the 2022, you know, coming up and I'm wondering if that's kind of their way to get around the red wave that might be coming.
4: Oh,
2: if that's a good you know, point. That's an excellent uh, point, because what this would do, uh, if they could get this pushed through, then think about the the chilling effect that this would have in terms of stopping any information about the truth about what the Democrats' agenda is and the truth about right. what's what's going on with these shots. Great point, Sean. What did you want to say well, about Kamala you- Harris? Oh, oh, I just when she, you started playing that clip, I got to say, I. I- I spit out my Cheetos.
0: It really, <laughs> um, it really caught me by, so I, I was like in the kitchen eating Cheetos and I, I just dropped someone out of my mouth <laughs> on the floor. It was really bad. <laughs>
2: <laughs> she just thinks she sounds so articulate, though. I mean, she just thinks she sounds so brilliant. Doesn't yeah, she? Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You started laughing. I couldn't hold myself. <laughs> she just up on the floor. Anyway, have a good night. I'm glad you're on two hours. Thank you,
2: Sean. Thanks for calling in. Appreciate you. (laughs) Now I'm imagining him spitting Cheetos out. Okay, so a couple of Friday follow-ups. I, uh, I've got one that could be good news or bad news, depending how you look at it. So I'm going to start with the good news. A few days ago, we reported that San Diego was doing something that's, that they had done and failed at in LA that had caused a tremendous amount of financial, medical, and all kinds of harm on the residents of Los Angeles with something called a road diet that was cooked up by a Russian communist from the USSR central planner. And he's now down here in San Diego. And they decided to do the same thing, just on a smaller scale in the Mare Mesa neighborhood, where they took a two two lane road and Took out a lane, made big fat bike lanes, and then put in a one one lane where the cars. I mean, talk about creating a safety hazard. You've got one lane where cars are supposed to go back and forth against each other. It was a complete disaster. Nobody told the residents anything about it in advance. They just tried to just just do this, right? They were just going to do it and force it on the citizens. Where well, there was such a backlash that uh, Todd Gloria, the mayor, has said that the quote, "The city of San Diego will be re- removing the advisory bike lane." lanes, ABLs, um, that were recently installed on Gold Coast Drive. The city will be restriped to its original lane design with bicycle sharrows. That so makes that, strike two. Yes, yeah. so this is absolutely awesome. All, they had also had plans to do this in Point Loma, and those plans quote, were on hold at this time. Um, he says, because the design is unique, the first ever in our city, we owed it to the community to spend time with them to explain what was going to happen, how this works, and we did not do that. That felt You're something I regret and something we're going to fix. No, what you need to regret is that you're trying to try to to create such misery, such mayhem on the part of the citizens that you're going to force them into green energy, particularly at a time right now when it's, oh, by the way, $7 a gallon of gas. They're trying to force people off the roads into bikes is what they're trying to do.
3: And it's so what if you're somebody that that would, you know, you live 50 miles from your job, bike to work?
2: Right. So, you know, it's a win, but it's a win for now. And we've got to remember that we've got to continue to push back against this, push back on the city council for this. This is the Democrats doing everything that they can, whether it's $7 at the pump or this kind of stuff on on your drive, all to try to make you... a permanent
3: failure for them.
2: Right, yeah, because it's all about a a push for green energy. Okay, so KBJ was sworn in today. Another um, uh, Friday follow-up story. She was sworn in today, but Will Smith was sworn out. The Academy Awards has uh, come back and said that he is going to be banned uh, for ten years of anything uh, having to do any. I, I guess that means he, he, no appearances, he, no events, or anything that that he, he doesn't get to participate in anything. From the, the Academy Awards. I did not expect them to take his award back from him because uh, you know there's there's no precedent for doing that. You know, that was voted on by his peers. There's also a lot that that's involved there. And that in some ways, I'll give you my take on that. There, in some ways, that kind of punishes the people that voted for him. Because you would have to, you would almost have to take a re vote from the academy members and get their consensus to remove it from him. And then they got to vote on who's going to, who's going to get it from that point. So that that's just too messy. And anybody trying to get that doesn't really understand how the process works for that. Um, you, Gutfeld had a really funny joke today. He said, if they really wanted to punish him, <laughs> they would make him host the show for the next, <laughs> the next 10 years.
3: Well, it's interesting perspective. So, yeah, he can't show up, Andrea. But I heard this on uh, the Carl Jackson show today Uh um, as as he's sitting in there in the afternoons. And it seems silly, but it's really true. What's the after party going to be like at Will Smith's house every year?
2: Well, you know, I I, I think that I, I don't know. I saw a video. He's a broken man. No excuse for what he did, because when you any anybody who uses violence like this is broken in some way or another. But I don't think that he's going to be trying. I think he is so humiliated at this point. And by the way, anybody who still thinks that that was s- staged Is Yeah, that's you're just you're just you haven't bothered to pay attention to any news, you know, afterwards. I think this is that you take a broken man who behaved that way because he was broken. He knows he did and knows he did. He's not going to be trying to have any uh, any awards parties. I don't think he is maybe a few years down the road, but not anytime soon. And the reason why I say that is because today there was also a video that that was revealed that was a video of Jada Pinkett Smith trying to promote some segment with a therapist for her red table talk and she's in her home and she turns the camera on to Will Smith and without asking him and she's like oh so and so who's coming on the show she just basically did this for our marriage right and and he's looking at her and you can tell that he's just so uncomfortable trying to you know assert you know a need or a want or a boundary and then he finally goes well it, you know it'd be what I really think should happen is you, you should have asked me first you know before you started recording me and he's uncomfortable. He's obviously somebody that doesn't assert a boundary with this woman. And he goes, you know, my social media, and he's trying to explain to her, his social media is his money. That's his currency. And if before she involves that, she needed to, to ask him. And, you know, that's basic social media boundaries with anybody, not anybody with 60 million followers. I don't post a pic of any of my friends on social media without asking him first. So then she turns the camera and says to the therapist, I guess I'm not done with this foolishness. Completely mocking him and berating him. I saw a toxic stew of narcissistic abuse going on in that marriage from her, and she's just stirring the pot there. So I'm not just, I'm not uh, excusing his behavior because y'all know how I feel about that. And I've been very clear that there was absolutely no excuse for that. No time or place. There's no justification. I don't want to hear any excuses for that. But um, clearly, there's something really unhealthy and toxic in that marriage. And quite frankly, I don't want to see any more from any of them. But I started thinking about I know personally what it's like to be in a relationship with a narcissistic abuser and what it's like to be beaten down. And you can't assert yourself. You can't assert any boundary where they don't either verbally accost you or mock you. There's no negative feeling, you know, hurt feeling you have that they validate. And I can just see that that working there. And I don't know if you guys have ever experienced that in any relationship, you know, that you've got. And I know that, and oftentimes we think of narcissistic abusers as just being men. But here's an example of a narcissistic abuser. And yeah, I'm going to use that word because you don't have to be a therapist. You just have to have been experienced with this kind of a relationship. Uh, and, and, and to see how, how negative it is. And I really think that for all parties involved, you know, she needs, they they need to just go away and, and, and be quiet. And I just, I I saw it from a different angle today and started thinking about that from a relationship standpoint, there needs to be some healing and I don't see how it can happen in, in that relationship. Do you have any experience skins? with anything like that that you, that you know of. I don't mean to put you on the spot, but I feel like we don't talk about this kind of stuff enough. No, something
3: that needs to be talked about more. You know, it, it's common sense. I mean, I'm <laughs> I'm very limited on social media, almost non-existent. Well, for me, and- it's,
2: but for me, I'm thinking more in terms of the lines of, uh, you know, it, it, and maybe we need to think about maybe doing a regular segment on relationships here because narcissism is growing in this country. Narcissistic abuse is growing. We've got hatred and 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 verbal and emotional abuse happening from keyboard warriors on social media and beyond and because it's we've become such a core society um, we've got people defending the slap right uh, of what he did and you know maybe you know if you guys have ever had an experience with that kind of if you've seen the video or if you know what I'm talking about being a victim in a relationship of narcissistic abuse it's just it's really a growing problem we've got in this country and nobody really talks about it particularly when it's a man who 's been on the receiving end of that kind of abuse it, you know so you know. I, I
3: have been way back <clears throat> in my past, and it 's definitely not something that is is pleasant and you really need help through it. It's hard to do it on your own because it's just a constant bombardment on your mental and emotional faculties.
2: Yeah, it is, and it's and a lot of men don't talk about it. I think one of the things that this story is doing is it's raising some awareness of how a man can be emotionally and mentally abused in, in yeah, a relationship. I agree. We tend to only think that it happens to women. All right, we're going to shift gears and we come back. We're gonna we're gonna bring you guys. Up. We're gonna end this Friday with a real feel good segment of a young gal in San Diego County who's doing good. She's not just starting a business just for herself. She's actually helping others and she's actually helping Ukrainians. You're going to hear her story when we come back. This is the Andrea Kay Show on AM 1170, The Answer, San Diego.
0: You're listening to
3: somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea Kay on The Answer, San Diego.
2: Welcome back to the Andrea Kay Show, 888 344 1170. Wrapping up this uh, Friday show, I can't think of a better way to do it than a feel-good story of a young gal here in San Diego. From Ukraine, moved here six years ago for college. Her rest of her family stayed behind, and she just recently opened up my favorite type of business, a bakery. Y'all know I love my sweets in uh, the Hillcrest area of San Diego, and decided to use her bakery as a way to help her fellow country people, Ukrainians. And she joins me now to, to tell her amazing story. A story, it's Daria Nadar. Hi, Daria. Thank you for being here on the Andrea K Show tonight. Hi so daria i just i'm just so touched by this story um you uh, like i said you moved here six years ago from ukraine started a bakery your family's still back in ukraine and you were thinking there's you know there's not much you can do from san diego to help your family and then you thought well maybe i can raise money using my bakery right tell us about that
1: Yeah, that's pretty much correct. However, the fundraising that I'm doing is not for my family. It's to help our country to fight the war. Um, It goes towards humanitarian help. However, also some portion of the money are going to the army forces. So um, basically, um, I'm just helping. I'm trying to help whole Ukraine as much as I can
2: well it 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 sounds like so far that you've already raised fifteen thousand dollars five thousand dollars by just one customer alone, and you know is it continuing to go up from there
1: Yes, yeah, definitely. it did slow down a little bit uh, but we still keep continuing receiving great support from uh, san diegans and um People from all over the United States are messaging me with kind words and et cetera. And even donating via Venmo or PayPal, I have seen just to put the money towards um, towards humanitarian help.
2: Well, they certainly need humanitarian help as well as military support. Um, are you able to be in touch with uh, your family in Ukraine? Can, can you share what's going on with them?
1: Yeah, sure. Um, well, they're, they're safe so far. Um, they Uh, moved to the western part right now at the moment. So, um, I'm really happy that, um, they're not in Kiev anymore. Well, good. They're actually, yeah, they were actually in the Kiev region where the battles were going on and where all the atrocities that were done by the Russian army, uh, were made. So, I'm pretty happy and, um,
2: Calm that they're not there anymore. Well, yeah, um, I'm grateful to hear that. Um, are, are, are you able to get any reports in terms of? I mean, we're. It's hard for us to get any real information here. It's. It's hard to know what's real and what's not. I mean, we're hearing reports that Russia's yeah. kind of backing off, and there's might even be a little bit of good news there. What are you hearing from your family in, in that respect, in terms of how they see things going?
1: I mean, that's what the media says, and technically, that's. Its- that's what's going on. The Russian army are retreating the Kiev region areas. However, we're not sure if that's a good or bad thing. Um, They might be just regrouping. Right. Uh, They might be planning another attack. And uh, a lot of people actually are thinking that, um, that another attack might happen on Kiev, which is the capital of Ukraine.
4: Yeah, well, that's why with the,
2: uh, that's why I wanted to have you on and tell the story because the Ukraine Ukrainians still need lots of help. Uh, tell everybody how they can uh, yeah. uh, can support your efforts.
1: Um, so we're currently also doing um, we're collecting money or um, necessity items for the people at the border with Tijuana right now. Okay. Uh, on this this Sunday, I'm going down with uh, some of my friends and we're bringing a lot of necessity items like hygiene products, blankets, pillows, uh, sleeping bags. So if anyone wants to bring stuff like that, that would be amazing. They can always drop that off in my bakery. Uh The 25% of the proceeds are still going towards the army and humanitarian help. So, those are the ways, the best ways to support. Um, I've had people coming just bringing cash, which also, hundred percent, everything just goes directly to the um, humanitarian help back home.
2: Okay, so when it, let's talk about the hygiene projects real quick, uh, uh, hygiene products real quick. You said blankets. Let's let's get a few more items out there of ideas for people sure. for what they can bring.
1: Um, so diapers, pads, hygiene products like toothbrushes or toothpaste. Um shower gels um like bath products any food bath products okay. yes why that yeah once again diapers as far as i've heard are really we've connected with the we've connected directly with the volunteers at the tijuana border okay so um that's what they said they said they have a lot of clothes so they're asking these people not to bring clothes anymore okay but uh snacks um, can't food anything that's not perishable would be really great and really helpful because more planes with Ukrainian people are coming. okay. um where's
2: your location? because we're hoping we get we have lots uh, of people down there.
1: Sure. Uh, I am we are located in Hillcrest. It's three six five zero fifth Avenue, and we are under the same roof with Papaleco so we have like two businesses in one. But if you ask for all oh, my cake, you'll 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 see us.
4: Okay,
2: what's your favorite dessert that you make?
1: Um, I say creme brulee cheesecake.
2: Oh, okay. I think I'm gonna have to pick up a creme brulee cheesecake for the staff here. That sounds amazing. Yeah,
1: it's actually it is <laughs> it's pretty popular too. It's pretty popular. <laughs> you don't have to feel bad to eat a sweet anymore. Now you can eat a sweet and help Ukraine exactly right guilt-free dessert
2: you know you know satisfy your sweet tooth and help ukraine it's the oh my cake bakery inside papaleko in hillcrest daria nadar is there a website
1: or where people can go to donate uh we i don't do the donation via website um and sometimes the people want sometimes they just come and bring cash or just talk to me directly well daria nadar god bless you thank you
2: thank you for what you're doing for ukraine and god bless Ukraine. Thank you for being here. Thank
1: you so much for having
2: me. All right. And thank you guys for being here. That's a wrap on this week's Andrea K. Show, but we'll be back Monday, 6 p.m. Pacific time. 844-814-5227 is open 24 hours a day for you, so give us a call.